Welcome to Out Loud, the queer music podcast presented by the Q LGBTQ Creative Network. It's Friday night, and my plane's got all aligned. I got this honey. friends my friends my friends i hope you are doing well i am kenny of the q lgbtq creative network and i am your host as always here on the out loud podcast 
We've got a big show for you. Um, I keep saying how I'm going to get these episodes out faster, and then I don't. And I'm aware of this. I'm calling myself out on it so nobody else has to. It just takes some time, folks. It takes some time. I'm doing lots of things. But what I'm also doing is enjoying music. And you just heard a fantastic new song by Ilton. Tracks called Doppelganger. That led us into this podcast episode. And if you like that, stick around. There's lots more to hear. And we got a great big old guest here this week. We sure do. The one, the only, El Hesham from Toronto, Ontario. El Hesham, if you are not familiar, is a Lebanese queer artist from Toronto and uh, has been doing a lot of music traditionally in in Arabic uh, and English, doing kind of a fusion. And he's now started um, releasing his own music and he's got a brand new EP out called Come Party in My House. And I think it would be a a good time party. I really, really do. Uh, We are going to speak with Mr. El Hashem and we're going to talk about the music and about kind of what's going on in his world and have a good old chin wag. That's what we're going to do. Now, last episode, I did say I was going to use this episode to talk about a little movie called Bros. I thought about it and I don't want to get into a full on scale discussion too much about it. I think it's part of a bigger conversation that needs to be had. Um, So I watched Bros and I have yet to see Fire Island. I will say that, but I watched Bros and, um, you know, Billy Eichner has created a queer rom-com. Yes, he has. And it didn't do so well at the box office. Now, I will say that I... I understand why. Ah, don't hate me. Don't hate me. The reason I understand why is because that movie, regardless of how good it is as a rom-com, as a queer rom-com, it speaks to a very small segment of the queer population. So that's one thing I will say. I do not see myself in that movie anywhere. To be queer, to be gay, to be LGBTQIA+, does not necessarily mean we're all going to have the same experiences. And we're all looking to see ourselves represented, you know, in, in movies and film and TV and in music and in art. But that movie was very, very specific to a very small population, a very small segment of of the community. And I think that is one reason it didn't do as well. The other reason is I think a lot of folks are very apprehensive sometimes, and especially these days, about going out to something that is aimed at the queer population and feeling like you're in a theater of all queer or queer-minded or queer-supporting individuals. And it can leave you feeling like, am I safe? Now, I may be going out on a limb really, really, really far. But that that is a possibility. I think that just because we want to have these movies and we want to have representation doesn't necessarily mean we're ready to publicly you know, storm the gates and be like, yes, we're all here. This is an entire 350 person queer extravaganza 
film-going experience. Because we do know that there are people who are out there who look for opportunities to take advantage of. So there's a lot of people out there who don't feel safe all the time and want to see something like this, but don't necessarily want to put themselves in, you know, maybe a, a specific arena of, you know... It, it's, it sounds weird, I know it is, but I know there's probably a lot of you out there who would probably agree that maybe that's not the movie you are ready to see in, in the theaters and during this time and age, um, which is really, really sad because we think that we're much further ahead than we actually are. But going back to the movie itself, again, I will say it's, you know, very, it's New York, it's very clubby, it's very Instagram is what I will say. Nothing against Instagram, but it is very Instagram. And most of us don't live in New York. We don't live in LA. We don't live in a metropolitan city that's just, you know, all the time. And we don't go to to galas and we don't sit around and and make plans for you know whatever is event is going to happen we a lot of us live in smaller areas a lot of us have a very different kind of experience so i think that to celebrate it as a rom-com fine but to celebrate it as a, a queer experience it's not and i think that not everybody took to it I really, I didn't take to it. I didn't take to it. I thought that, you know, love Luke McFarlane. I do. Good old Canadian boy. And I, I'd love to see him in more. Uh, but the characters were kind of just there. Oh, I feel so bad. I, I want to support and I do because I think that we have to start somewhere. But I just didn't really enjoy the film. I thought it was, there was a lot of cliches. There was a lot of cliches and a lot of stereotypes. And I'm kind of over that. I'm kind of over that. I want to see, you know, some, some real, authentic, different characters and interactions. Uh, yeah, I do. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say about it for now. I feel like I, I want to have a whole entire episode sitting around talking with pe- to people about representation in film specifically. And I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to figure out how to do that and who should be on it. We're going to just going to chat about, you know, what works, what doesn't. There's a lot more representation in TV, I will say these days, especially now that we have a lot of foreign TV that we're picking up, like Elite. Not that I'm, you know, saying that that is the the, the direction to go in. But what I'm saying is we are seeing more representation. So I think there's a lot more to talk about, especially when it comes from the uh, the TV and the television um, and the binge Netflix, Amazon Prime world. Okay, we're not here to talk about movies, are we? No, we're here to talk about music and get into music. And we're going to talk to El Hashem in just a bit. But before that, I do want to play you some music to lead you there. All right, so let's get it on. We've got three coming up for you and three fantastic tracks by three fantastic artists. I love them. I love all three of them. They are so good. And I know some uh, longer than others. Some, uh, one, I'm, I'm actually quite you know, new to. So we are going to take a listen to tracks from Emma Jane, Baywood, and Ariella Jacobs. Now, Emma Jane, I am new to. I'm just getting to know uh, the music of Emma Jane. The song is called Gallery Wall. Uh, First of all, tone of voice, wow, so good. Um, I'm super excited by who Emma Jane is as as an artist and can't wait to be able to kind of play some more. So I'm, I'm excited for that. 
Baywood, I am a huge fan of. I, again, tone of voice. For me, a lot of it comes to the voice and being able to evoke emotion. And I find that Baywood is so good at that. So great at kind of getting in there and giving you just a, a, a snapshot of life and, and emotion and, and really kind of getting under the skin. And I, I love that about his writing. And of course, Ariella Jacobs. The song is called Hey Lover. I am such a just an over-the-moon fan of Ariella Jacobs. Anytime I get a chance to introduce anyone to Ariella Jacobs, I, I do it. I stand on rocks and scream her name because I think that she's so effective in her writing and she so, is so grounded and doesn't take herself too seriously and really knows how to write a damn good ballad and just a good hook and just a great track. Like she's such a great writer. So I'm excited to give you these three. So it's Emma Jane, Gallery Wall, Baywood's Not Really, Not Ready to Let Go and Ariella Jacobs, Hey Lever. So we're going to take a listen to those songs and then we're going to come back and we're going to chat with El Hesham, who's going to be here with me to chat about all about his music. So see you in a few right here on Out Loud. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. It's all tied up. I'm feeling anxious. Confess I'm a little too much. Always been so complicated. You're right there. I'm feeling so scared Having faith, I'm so impatient Who are you? It's all so new Cause oh my god, you make me nervous Hard to get a grip on purpose Oh my god, you got me where you want me
photo book of us and wondering when it turned from easy going pictures to hard work. I can't help but to notice how I've changed some extra inches on my waist. Am I still beautiful to her? Scientists say that it's normal, so we keep on chugging on. Bend the rules a bit, promise to stick around. Cause we put up a gallery wall, it'd be too hard to take it down. I'm reading through old messages we'd send, and I can't help but wonder when the poems turn to grocery lists. This kind of thing, it happens all the time And I thought deep down we'd be fine And yes we are, but I want the best Scientists say that it's normal So we keep on chugging on Bend the rules a bit, promise to stick around Cause we put up a gallery wall It'd be too hard to take it T-shirts and no pants Am I still beautiful to her? Welcome back to Out Loud, everyone. And as promised, we now have joining us from glorious Toronto, Ontario, here in Canada, the artist known as El Hashem. El Hashem, welcome to Out Loud. Known as, I love that. <laughs> known as El Hashem. Because I have many, many other names. Yes. <laughs> and you correct me all the time because you, you do have your own work that you know you, you do. And your artist's name is El Hashem. Yeah. And not to confuse anything sometimes. So I'm always very, make, I always make sure. I don't know. You know what? At the beginning, I wasn't sure if this is what, the route I want to I take. But people advised me and I thought, you know what? I've got my media work and a, and a talk show host a gig. And I just, it seems like it gives me better compartment compartments in my head of what I'm talking about when I, when I, when I do the stage name in Hashim. So yeah, it works. And it's really kind of part of my name. So it's not like so off kind of from, from my actual name. No, I mean, it's, it's an, it's another entity. It's another part of you yeah. and it is your performance part. It's your, it's your artistic side. And yeah. I think that that's, I think that's cool. So I make sure the artist known as El Hashem. <laughs> Cool. Thank you. And I feel we've known each other long enough now that I'm just like, I can charge you a little bit on that and give you, yeah. give you, give you the elbow. <laughs> okay, well, listen, you are here because brand new EP is out, Come Party in My House. And I, I will get to this in a minute, but I will say that even though I have not physically been to a party in your house, I feel that a party in your house would be one hell of a party. <laughs> have you listened to the, to the title song not yet? Yeah, party in my house. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, you've you've shared it on the yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's that's uh that's in the old days how a party in my house used to go, and that's that's why I wrote the song when I lived in downtown Toronto, 
and you know early 20s whatever it's like you know what i'm gonna have a quiet night i'm just gonna invite a couple of friends for drinks and before i know it everybody's inviting everybody and the whole thing turns into a big mess and people are indulging in illicit you know bodies and whatever so that's kind of where the song came from you need to do a cover of s club you need to ain't no party like an l hashem <laughs> that's what you need <laughs> So the EP, and it's, I mean, it's a, it was a quick EP in terms of like, you know, it's, it's more, you know, you have the new uh, song, which is Party in My House, but then you had uh, the other two, which were already out. Um, oh, no, no, they were, no? no, they were all, they were all released at the same time on November. No, so they were all out at the same time. Okay. Yeah, as, as, as come, a party, come Party in My House. Um, uh, all of those, the three and this EP were part of my umbrella work for the year. Okay. So, um, I wrote "I Miss You, Mom," mm-hmm. which was was about mom, moms and my mom, uh, and missing them during COVID. And then I wrote "Not the Kind of Heart That Falls Apart," and released that one about being heartbroken in a in a cheaty relationship where where I got cheated on. And then this EP kind of concludes my work that I called from the book of my life. Those five songs that you uh, released separately and the EP are all stories of things that have happened to me. And I think I'm kind of done with that, with that, with that umbrella basically for now. You've, you're, you're ready to, you're ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. I'm working on an album for next year. That's going to take a different, I'm done with stories of my life kind of thing. And now I'm going to work on an empowering album that hopefully lifts us up collectively and individually with a lot of empowerment and 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 loving of life and loving of love and i'm just starting to write uh uh, i'm going to be working on writing a lot during the holidays uh break basically but i mean that's that's kind of your mission too i mean again i have a little bit of insight because we've talked so much and back and forth on things over the, the last few years but really i mean a personal mission of yours really is about bringing kindness and you know light and life to people you always kind of have that at the forefront of what you're doing you may have be having a great old time you know and and learning and and creating but you're always thinking about what could come next that you can do more of and that's the sweetest thing i've ever heard anybody say to me uh it's it is true i guess you really are getting to know me and during, <laughs> during, during, during Pride, when we were being threatened by a lot of hate towards our community during the Pride season, and it was just starting to wait on me, I think I said to a friend of mine, like, I sometimes feel helpless. And everything that we've done over the decades in our community to lift ourselves, uh, you know, and get our rights or whatever, I sometimes I just feel helpless with the world of all what's happening. The, the negativity on social media, the, the hate for our community, the wars in the world, whatever. And um, I was I was having a very dark maybe few weeks where I couldn't figure out how can I actually change things because it's hard to change when when so much is happening. And I thought, you know what, what I can do is maybe create an album that sure the reality is life is crappy sometimes and there's a lot of negativity in the world. But maybe as an artist, we can make it feel better by creating something that makes you feel good. And actually, that's the name of that's that's. I'm not gonna reveal the name of the of the album yet. But uh, it's it's. Should I <laughs> should I give you a scoop? Uh, hey, why not? <laughs> uh, it's gonna it's gonna be called. This playlist will make you feel good. And basically, and basically, it's uh, it's an it's an album they're gonna throw on when the whole world feels dark and you just need to be 
uh, personally empowered and collectively empowered to believe in life again and in, in love and in the power of humanity. So seven, uh, seven original songs and two cover songs of uh, very loved songs that I'm going to do into a dance floor uh, uh, cover of them. And that's, yeah, that's going to be the, the, the album. I'm very excited about it. I started writing the shell, basically, of the, of the songs and the direction of the album. Now I just have to dig deeper kind of thing. And Well, and, and writing is, is kind of new to you um, because you were doing some, you know, traditional music and, right, and, and covers and your version of covers. Yeah. But writing is kind of new to you, but you seem to be taking right to it and you seem to be really enjoying it. I, I am, and I it, it, I guess it's because people like uh, artist Elena Hart from our community here in Toronto uh, and other and other people in the community here have um, highlighted that I'm pretty much, uh, I'm very strong at writing because, well, I, I do write. You have to remember, I'm, I'm, again, to reveal a bit about my other side of work, I am the publisher of magazines in the community, mm-hmm. and, and I have an editorial team that works on blogs, whatever. Writing is everything, is, is what I see all day long, and what I tweak, and whatever. So I know what a strong article or a strong blog should read like, and how that's how I approach my songs. Each of them is a little story, and I try to make, to make sure that the, strong, the song is lyrically very strong, so um, my interest, my interest in songs is is more uh, the music makes it all come together and palatable for the for the listener, but my interest is in the wording. You're also, I mean, an emotional person. You have a yeah. lot, you know. You you release, and it's I'm noticing it in your music as you're you know starting to write, and I'm sure you know you probably were kind of like nervous at first, and as you kind of progress your your emotions are coming out more and more and your you know your verbiage is is becoming really you know very heartfelt um and i think that that means a lot to a lot of people i think sometimes i think that we get very and i say we as the collective we but the, in music uh-huh. people get hung up on everything needing to be just so rather than it being real and i find what is happening with you is that it's more of that realness that's coming out and you can tell that you're enjoying it. And I think that <laughs> it's, it, I think it's very affecting to people and very infectious at the same time for people. And I think that's that's, I, uh, once I realized that, like, you know, the puzzle of putting a song together and, and my songs, um, same way that I think of covers of our magazines and articles, whatever in my head, everything plays like a movie. So when I'm looking at a song, I'm looking at it, its interpretation visually as well. And my, if, if you feel the arch, the arches in my songs, usually there's a start, there's a big buildup and there's a satisfying finish kind of thing. The same way that I like a movie. I like a movie that gives me a story and then gets me all worked up and, and whatever. And before it give me a good conclusion kind of thing. And that's how I approach a song. It's not, and- a, it's not a flat thing. It's, 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 it's a journey. It with, within a song, it's within a song of three minutes. I hope to give you a journey of up and down emotions. If you listen to I Miss You, Mom, or Not the Kind of Heart That Falls Apart, there's a lot of dips and valleys and things in my work kind of thing. Now, you mentioned earlier that, you know, Pride, and you performed this year for the first time at Pride. And yeah. I, now I know that was very exciting for you. Uh, um, but tell me a little bit about it. Tell me about how, 
you know, you went and you were on that, that stage since pride, you have been writing and now you have this EP out. So you must be thinking about how you would present this work and what's coming next, next year at another pride. So tell me about <laughs> pride first and foremost. How was that experience was a, for you? It was, it was, well, it was scary leading to it when I realized, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, did I, what did I agree to? Again, uh, I've, I've, had an illustrious career in here and I've been on bigger stages, but never when all the attention is on me performing, I'm usually doing a speech about our community or presenting something for our community. I said, I'm very comfortable with that, but the whole world dancing and expecting to have a good time at a pride stage and judging me <laughs> for whether, whether they're having a good time. So I started getting really terrified. And then I got some good advice from a lot of people who've been on stages at Pride. And kind of the whole day feels still like a dream. Uh, just waiting backstage or whatever. And it was received beautifully. The second that I got on stage and I belted the first couple of lines and everybody kind of, yeah! I was like, okay, I relaxed. I, re I realized that the audience is with me. Uh, there are people, people out to Pride to enjoy, have a good time. They're not, they're not, they're not there for anything than that. So I just, I kind of got engaged in the energy of, of the audience, I guess. Well, I, I, and I think that's a good way to look at it too, that they are with you. I mean, that's what pride is all about, right? I mean, it's not about a judging anybody for who had the best looking costume or light show or, I mean, people are out there to celebrate and they're celebrating. They're, with too, you. they're, too, they're too drunk to care. <laughs> <laughs> you now you are you, you represent many different parts of the community of different communities you know you, not only are you queer but you are lebanese I'm and lebanese yeah i'm uh um um 55 <laughs> you're uh, as somebody told me the other day apparently 30 is gay death and i was kind of like that's just offensive oh, to me. fuck off okay <laughs> Like, that's just offensive uh no i could tell you that life starts at 55 i i'm I, I again i'm blessed i have so much energy uh but um and there's a couple of people on my on my social media that ask how old and i usually don't this guy you know what i don't think it's i don't think it's a question that i need to answer for you because really you're listening to my art does it matter to you judging me for what age i am yeah. Uh, kind of thing and it's not but um if you love the music then you love the music what should matter what the age is but i don't um it was it was a little unnerving at the beginning that i'm starting um after having such a huge career or whatever i'm starting with something new yeah that's more why like you know what do i have do i have the energy now to to give it to, to give it all my attention but uh it's 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 proven amazingly and i don't see myself stopping uh, no, but it, I don't think the age will be. I'll I'll be like Madonna, trying to make <laughs> to, <laughs> to make myself look like I'm 20. <laughs> Listen, she's she's been making some some interesting choices these these days. Uh, but so. you know, honestly, honestly, I'm starting to understand now that I got into the music as an artist. Uh, you've done all this work, whatever, and we've got a culture that's obsessed with youth, and you have to compete with that. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that that's how, but I, I, I could see maybe what's going through her. And besides it's Madonna. She doesn't give a crap about what you think. She's, she she's, doesn't really, she, she doesn't need care anymore. Yeah. She, she, she can do anything she wants. She's got, she's got the money to do it. And you know what? 
uh, at the beginning, I was like, yeah, come on, Madonna, what are you doing to yourself? And then I would see like those comments. And now I want to say to the comment, the hating commentators is like, do you seriously think that she cares about what you think? <laughs> Not you in the least. Yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it is a fair point, though. I mean, when you say that, you know, we 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 live in this world where it's like if you don't fit into the Instagram mold or whatnot, that you're judged or you don't feel like it's, it's always in your face. Uh, Um, And that's, that's hard to work around, but you do get to a certain age and you're kind of like, listen, I, you know, I need to, I need to just be able to live. I need to be able to enjoy what I'm doing. And anybody but listening, never, ever, ever let anybody who is judging make you change the direction that you're taking in life. This is, it has nothing to, it has nothing to do with you. It has, to, it has everything to do with them. Uh, don't, yeah. Don't let anybody stop you. I'm having a huge explosion on social media. Um, not, not, yeah. I don't, we haven't talked recently. I don't know what happened during my trip to, to, to the cottage. I, I, I guess I had a lot of time on my hands. I was posting insist, 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 uh, insistently to, on everything. And then a couple of videos ended up uh, getting tractions from East Asia and Africa. And, and one of video now is reaching 370,000 uh, views, uh, tens of thousands of likes and hundreds and thousands of shares. Uh, and my audience are multiplying from I, I, it was a little bit unnerving because it's not a queer audience that that kind of dis- seems to have discovered me in Hong Kong, Thailand. I'm getting messages from Philippines, come over, perform here, Kenya, uh, Uganda, uh, like we everywhere. And it's, it's growing by like a thousand people a week. But I think it speaks to something that, you know, doesn't get a lot of attention. And that is, number one, it's your age. Number two, you are representing multiple parts of a community that doesn't get much attention. And that is, you know, being queer, being Lebanese, being older and starting a career later in life. I think it speaks to a lot of people who That's, uh, it seems to be what's catching the attention is I'm, I'm, I'm performing every couple of days. I'm learning new songs and just kind of keeping my, my, the audience entertained. I look at them as friends. I'm kind of bewildered that I am talking to people that far away from, from me, like uh, geographically. And they're, we're calling each other my, my new best friend kind of thing on, on comments, or whatever. And I think, at, at one point, I was trying to figure out what persona I, and if you need a persona on stage. But I don't I realized that the only persona that I know what to do with is being me, yeah. be, being being real and being somebody relatable to somebody who um, would love to see somebody who may be, you know, uh, a little older, a little bit more diverse in, in what I represent. They want to see them kind of having good time. And, and, and people are loving that. A lot of the comments that I get is like, oh, my God, you look so happy all the time in your videos. Uh, and, and that's engaging people for some reason. Two, two things that you said, relatability yeah. and representation. Um, you know, you're relatable because you're not trying to be perfect, you know, even though regardless of what happens behind the scenes in terms of mastering and things like that, you're not trying to 
change who you are to be a perfect mold. Not in the presentation, no. You know, no. You know when it comes when it comes to songs, I'm I'm a usually perfect. I'm an anal retentive perfectionist. But that's a that's a technical thing. That's technical. You no, know, that's a technical thing. In terms of a personal thing, you are incredibly relatable to an underrepresented group of people, and they I think that they look at that and they see they can see themselves in that's you, and they don't see themselves represented very often and that is somebody who isn't groomed to the point of you know like put into this image or this cookie cutter kind of mold you're just being you and i find that i i'm noticing older um artists and artists who are not worrying as much about the the streams and 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 looking a certain way and and presenting a certain way um having some really good success and really interesting success. You, that's a, I've never thought of that. I, I, I think maybe when you get to, when you get guys to not give a crap, <laughs> I, what are you going to do? Right. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. And it gets people engaged with that feeling of enjoyment. Yeah. yeah that's a very good point. When you're not thinking about this, I've, I have a career. I'm, I'm successful. I'm, I'm doing this for, for fun. Mostly. For yourself, uh, for, passion, for your own for enjoyment. Me, for those who are in, if you, if you join in and enjoy the music and enjoy, the, you know, the party in my house, then jump on, jump on board. I'm, 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 I am more than happy to be friends and entertain you and, and, and hopefully give you a moment of listening to a song that makes you feel good for that day, whatever. But yeah. Um, that's, well, that's, I think it comes back to that, right? I mean, that whole thing of how you wrapped it up in this in this EP and everything, you know, come party in my house. It's a very different kind of house and everyone's welcome. And I think that, yeah, I think that that's what you're seeing is a lot of folks around the world who don't have that connection or don't see that connection regularly. So when they do, it's like lightning in a bottle for them, right? It's kind of like, I need to grab hold of this because that it's giving them a sense or it's giving them, you know, uh, enjoyment that they're not getting from other things yeah, and not to yeah. not to uh, this is not a slam against anybody but oh God, everybody no, about, everybody has a different reason and every different yeah different and different but when you think about social media and you think about releases it you're not shocked or surprised to see somebody in the you know the early 20s to mid 20s category in pop music and and creating and, and looking a certain way because that is something that 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 they fall into that is who they are and what they're doing but what you don't see is somebody starting music at your age so you have to the, the hell unique, out of the unique, the unique freak <laughs> but it's i don't think it's i think it's it really is a bit of a freedom that you're showing people that you're like i'm not worried about how i'm looking or sounding again doesn't matter what you do behind the scenes yeah. what you're showing them is you and i think that is easily translatable to them you're gonna be in on the fun i mean i'm the first to laugh at myself in a in a in a video uh i i sing a lot of uh live videos on my on or, or live recordings on my uh, facebook especially and on tiktok and instagram but um and and i have i have fun with those i'm getting requests of of uh uh lovely old ladies in in philippine and thailand it's like can you do this song for me it's like okay i'll, I'll try i'll try to learn it i can't promise it's it's it's, a, it's really hard to learn a new song but i'm getting a lot of mar marriage proposals too it's like 
I told you a million times I'm gay and that's not going to change today or tomorrow. Read the room. Read you know, the room. Read the room. <laughs> I actually, that was one of the things when I started getting that audience, I did get a little bit concerned about um, whether the audience is going to be accepting, but they have, they have been awesome. I have to say, um, give, give credit to those areas of the world. I thought they're going to be more homophobic than I, I, I'm starting to feel that North America has more hate than than other areas where to them it gay is just you know a person that lives among us kind of thing i think too what we we forget about is a lot of those areas are experiencing their own versions of oppression and fear and hate in different ways yeah that they are their life is not is not easy there's a lot i get a lot of uh God bless and take care and be careful. They have a lot of more things to worry about. Exactly. Other than hating a gay person. <laughs> In North America, we tend to be very self-centered and think that what we're experiencing is, is you know, so much more than maybe what the rest of the world is experiencing sometimes. Uh, we can be really kind of self-centered that way. And for a lot of other folks, what they're experiencing, like uh, war and fear, like not just fear that no you may food, be no food at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they fear their house being blown up. They fear yeah. bullets. They fear like, you know, there is, there is a lot happening in the world. And no, you're going to make me actually cry because that's a lot of the feeling that I get from my friends. Now I hate the word fans or audience, my friends on all over the world on, on social media. That's what I feel to them. The simplicity of life and enjoyment of a song on Facebook. Uh, to them, they live simple lives and sometimes poor lives in a lot of those areas. And just kind of connecting with one another and enjoying a song together or a picture of... I, I post a lot of... Uh, I'm a foodie. I post a lot of recipes and food pictures and stuff like that. And, and our dog pictures. I'm a dog lover. And that's what connects us. Music, food dogs and appreciation for life and love and it seems to be it seems to be an engaging message i think i think it absolutely is and i think it comes through in exactly kind of what you're putting out there so kudos to you sir (laughs) thank you thank you thank you now you did mention an album and we we won't spend too much time on it but what you what what what's the scope of of the new album when are you when are you looking to have that doubt i have no idea i actually applied for some funding because it's going to be very expensive to produce mm. a whole a whole album uh and i for to ontario arts council but i don't know they say that i have to complete it by july but there's no freaking way i'm going to complete it by july <laughs> uh i haven't even i haven't even finished one of the writing is every every song i i know all the songs I know what each song is about and whatever. And the collective of them sends a message collectively that the, the nine songs work together. Um, we're going to be, we have a meeting uh, with production in the next couple of weeks just to see uh, which um, I, I know who is going to be the producer. Uh, Elena Hart is going to be producing it. And I'm looking on some writing partners. Uh, so we're talking about that and whether I want to go back to some of the, uh, music producers and and what have you that I worked with on the last couple of releases. We're just gonna put the team together and get going. Um, I was hoping I was hoping to uh, put it have it out before next Pride season, but five months is 
way too ambitious unless I stop working on everything else that I'm doing. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. So I got I to appreciate that. For now, for now, there's going to be uh, the EP. We're going to have a music video coming out of a party in my house. My first, my first music video where I'm being animated. So I'm I love be it. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to be in animation running around, running around the house trying to stop people from doing drugs. <laughs> I cannot wait to see animated El Hashem. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's actually the cover of the... I think, I think that's what you put up. So that's yes. the cover of the, of the single is, 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 is how I'm going to look like in animation. Then I'm going to record one for Keeps Me Home, My Cowboy. It's going to be a country video country dance kind of thing and then run away with you is going to get this own video we're going to release some uh dance mixes so anybody wants to i'm looking for mixers anybody wants to do a dance mix of any, any of those three songs i'm happy to chat with uh, all right folks you heard that you heard that <laughs> right here i haven't i haven't started thinking about who's gonna yeah and other collaborations i love collaborations i collaborated with count classy on uh, an artist in our community on i miss you mom which he kind of nudged me about the albums. Like, I'm going to have a piece of that too. He was like, yeah, sure. I love, I love collabs. So we'll All see. Right. I, um, yeah, I feel, I'm feeling good about the direction of um, the songs that are going to be on it. I just have to figure out the team. And hopefully during 11 days of shutting down for the holidays, I'll get some, uh, I'll make some dent on some of the writing of it. Well, listen, I think we need to take a listen to the new song, which is Party in My House. But I want to throw it to you to introduce it. Oh, God, don't do this to me. <laughs> hey, everyone, listen to my, country, my, my a party in my house where I start with wanting to have a simple party for some friends. And before I know it, I know it. My friends who arrive want to get uh, things a little bit wilder. So I smoke a hit of their kush and everything goes downhill from there. And, and, oh, and I'm running around trying to make sure that the neighbor's baby, this is one friend laughed at me. He says, you only would write a song about a party with illicit drugs. And what you're worried about is the baby next door waking up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically the song. There you go. Enjoy it, folks. There's a party in my house And few friends are invited Crudités and red wine And board games, I'm excited All the metal candles burning And the fireplace is ignited Ethno jazz on the playlist Yeah, my friends will be delighted I hear the doorbell ring Hey, my guests are arriving I served the wine and they said Give us something more enticing Let's get this party hopping Here's a bomb, we're not driving Took a hit from their kush Now I'm diving and high-fiving There's a party in my house A party in my house And the party in my house Is about to get wild I may let my hair down and get happy and beguiled But I'm worried that the racket is just way too loud And freaking out will wake up my neighbor's infant child Sleep, oh little baby, sleep My friends are on their phones 
sending out our location Strangers are dropping in, it's one big high flirtation Sexy people dirty dancing and messing up my rooms I'm seeing little fairies, I might have done some shrooms Did I? There's a party in my house A party in my house Sexile in my house and my place been defiled Immoral but it's magic, we're partying in style Gonna shush and let go and let my friends have some fun They're handing out more brownies, guess the party's not yet done There's a party in my house, a party in my house And the party in my house has gone and got wild I've let my hair down and got happy and beguiled Still worried that the racket is just way too loud And freaking out will wake up my neighbor's infant child Sleep, oh little baby, sleep Crazy, boozy, twerking booties Nobody here seems to be shy It's the mother of all parties Someone just tried to unzip my fly There's a party in my house A party in my house There's a party in my house A party in my house And the party in my house Got out of control What we've all been sharing Has stolen my soul Can't worry about the baby I need some good sleep Leave me be in ecstasy of counting my sheep Night night oh little baby Sleep tight Hello! This is Dougie Style here to announce an exciting new series of articles coming to the Dougie Style Club blog. Those articles are going to be called Gay for Grunge, and it's going to be an in-depth look at grunge music, as well as a reflective journey for myself as a queer person and as a music fan, and how much this music has changed and shaped me over the past 20 plus years. The initial bands that are going to be covered include Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana, The Smashing Pumpkins, Garbage, Hole, Alice in Chains, Collective Soul, Pearl Jam, Bush, Soundgarden, and the Foo Fighters. And I will be covering even more bands after that as well. You can check out these articles at the Dougie Style Club blog, which is DougieStyleClub.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at DougieStyle4, Instagram at Douglas Evesick, and you can check out the Facebook group, the Dougie Style Club. Welcome back to Out Loud, everyone. I want to say thank you again to my guest this week. This episode, I should say, Mr. L. Hashem. I hope you enjoyed our conversation, our chat. And uh, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure that you get out there and check out L. Hashem's new EP, Come Party in My House, and uh, have a good time with us because it's a party. He's a party. Let's just be honest. I mean, he's so much fun to talk uh, to, and he has been such a supporter 
supporter of Out Loud and the Q, and he really truly understands community. Something that you don't know about him is that he really goes beyond just being an artist and what he does in his daytime work. He's out there supporting the queer community in so many different aspects that he's just a, a true gem. So it's always a pleasure talking to him and just chatting with him and catching up with him. So now, before we get into some more music, I do have to say I have a birthday rapidly approaching. So if you hear some clinking in the background, it is possibly ice because I have treated myself. I've I've recently become uh, interested in different kinds of scotches. And it's not that I, you know, have such an incredible palate that I need to kind of go out and fancy it up. It's not that. It's just that I do enjoy boozy beverages, I will say. I've always been a whiskey lover. I'm a crazy wine lover. But scotch has been something that's kind of eluded me. And recently, for one of my other birthdays, my friend John bought me a bottle of Oban. I think it's 14 year. And it was really great. And it kind of set me on the road to try to discover some more. So I've uh, I've jumped into the pool with some monkey shoulder. And I really enjoyed that. And recently I was out and I, I was just kind of looking for something different. And I came across it's this lovely bottle in a lovely box. And it's called Tam Navulin Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. So I, if you hear clinking, it's ice because I am, while recording this, sampling my new uh, present to myself, an early birthday present to myself. So I think it tastes really, really good. And I'm really enjoying it. I, I just wanted to share that with you because apparently I have not nothing better to talk about than the fact that I have a birthday coming up and I like to drink scotch. Well, there you go. There you have it. All right, let's get to some more music. Now, we have coming up three songs for you that are big gems. I like <laughs> digging everything that's going on here. We've got a new artist to me by the name of Tay and uh, her song, D.L., down low. And it's it's what you would expect, you know, one of those kind of romancy kind of hip hop songs. It's it's uh it's got some tea in it, that's for sure. We also have Louis Fox. The song's called Julio in in brackets funk me. Funk, funk me. Get your minds out of the gutter. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. This song is a lot of fun. And I've been meaning to play it for a while. So we also, we're going to start this off with another new artist to me by the name of Jolene. And anybody who knows me knows the moment I see any word, it doesn't matter who it is or whatnot. If it says Jolene, I'm, I have to know more. Uh, because Dolly Parton is a huge influence to me in terms of music. I grew up uh, on Dolly Parton. My mom was a huge fan. My dad was a huge fan. And Jolene, to me, is the best song that's ever been written. I just think it's the best song that's ever been written. And Dolly Parton's one of the best artists out there. So when I see an artist by the name of Jolene, I'm thinking, hello, who are you? But anyways, the song is called Hollywood. So it's Jolene and it's Hollywood together. I just, I'm fascinated already. And I, you can't even, and I hadn't even heard it yet. I just saw the words. And then I put it on and I was kind of like, wow, this is a, this is like a slap and track. And I fell right in love with it. So we're going to take a listen to Jolene. Hollywood to start off this little section of some new music for you to become familiar with. And then we're going to come back here with some more music for you on Out Loud. I don't have to want you. I don't have to need you so bad. I 
to the max before we climax. Ooh, you're right on time. You and me on is time. what I need. On Give time. me that ecstasy. Do you wanna be with me? Do you? Do you wanna be living? 
keep trying to be the homie Why you playing games, driving me insane I don't got no more time to be with you, baby You just trying to fuck with your little ass thing Don't come with your shit and don't come back to Like the music you hear on this podcast? Then be sure to check out the Out Loud Radio Show. It's four hours of LGBTQ new releases from artists from around the world. Listen every week on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. EST on communityradio.ca. All right, friends, we've come to that time in the podcast episode where we are going to start to close things down. We're going to wind it on down. We've still got three fantastic tracks to give you, so hold on to your seats. But before we get to it, I do want to say thank you for tuning in for every podcast episode that you've listened to. Your support is incredibly appreciated. And thank you to the artists for continuing to make such great music and submitting your music. Now, if you're an artist and you would like to have your music featured on this podcast, all you got to do is go over to the website, curatedbyq.com slash submit hyphen music and submit your music. It's that easy. I, 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 I kid you not. We're not trying to be mysterious about this. That's all you got to do. Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to get things out. I will say that. But get your music in so I can get it out into the ears of new listeners because that's what it's all about. All right, before we say goodbye, we do have three other songs for you. Three new songs that I want to introduce you to. We have got, coming up to end this show, Noel Jade Robin. The track is called Cinnamon. It is a spicy hip-hop rap number. It is fantastic, and I think it's going to blow your mind. I think you're going to love it. We also have The One DNA. Boy, I got you on my mind. This is just pure pop pleasure, to be honest. It's so, like, The One DNA is, is just such a great pop artist. But we are also closing it out with our friends from France, Nicer and Je Suis Music, the Alice Cali remix. So we're going to give you that to send you on into your way. Happy trails. In the meantime, until next time, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and love one another. And we'll see you right back here on the next episode of Out Loud. Karen, you got mud on your teeth yep. Thought I couldn't see it, but there's blood in between no. Brushed it real hard, but the mud's still there Say a mouthful of guns to the stank in this Wine glass empty, water ain't touch. Mind is polluted, people are hushed Tell me why you'd rather be polluted than woke People get distracted and lose hope Cause power is money, but money ain't funny When the truth comes out, there's a bee behind the honey Got the Benz or the Jag or the rent Ferrari But she was a minor when you started calling So you can say what you want, but you see the way we're talking The power is humbled, you can see the way they're balling Fuck having role models, now I'll just be my own Okay, my sentiments, I'ma be my own Okay, by the cinnamon, we found the truth in the bin The beach ain't nothing but the life sets in The symptoms came early and they wrong from within The hopes made it pure, but the love became thin Say rata, rata, rata da ta da da ta Say rata, rata, rata da ta da da ta Treat others how you wanna be treated You treat it, but you never received it 
You didn't, you didn't, you did it. All you got was expectations to be it. Uh uh. As long as you got those, that's alright, right? As long as you got those, that's alright, right? You built the best from bottom, you started off with nothing But no one gives a fuck about where that money's going Cause you been making money, they ain't asking how you do it Your business could be built by slaves, ain't nobody caring, acting like you knew it Nah, they tell me coming out as gay is a sin But coming out of rapist, that's your next to kin Hitler dressed granny, baking cookies made of coke Long nose dog dancing with his horse under the coat I said rata, rata, rata da ta da da ta I said rata, rata Okay, my destiny, man, we find the truth in the bin The weeds ain't nothing but the life sets in The senses came early and they drowned from within The hoax made it pure, but the love became thin Came out of prison with a grin Let the courtroom in a spin I can hear it in her voice when she sings The senses came early and they drowned from within Richard Bleach didn't help, that's why you lost the grin. The mud on your teeth is but a shank in this thing. You can hear us coming, you can hear us from the street. The darkness came out and the sun was set free. The day will come when power angry. The money won't count cause the truth will speak. Lemonade, money with a champagne taste Plain Jane, Mr. Karen with a front-fetched shame Didn't ask for permission, but you used to fame Call my nose, where to put revenge in game? Got me so messed up Now I've got to cut 
Une émotion. On me partage sur les réseaux pour répandre mon nom de positive. Just 
Je suis musique.